everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast Wrestling Week in Review for July 6th. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, August. August 6th, sorry. Uh, with me today, Brock and Ken. Live via Skype. Um, just stumbled across us here. Check us out at kfpodcast.com or uh, the KF Podcast on social media, YouTube, all that pleasant stuff. Wherever you get your podcast from, we're out there somewhere. Go look at us, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. So it's time to talk wrestling. We got the three wrestling experts. It's been an interesting week of wrestling, but I did have a main story which popped up on my feed today, which I found pretty interesting. I saw this yesterday. Have you guys heard of seeing this whole ordeal with Marty Jannetty? Yeah, I heard about it today and was doing a lot. Was reading up on it. That's nuts. Yeah. So he basically goes on Twitter and says, back in the day, it was one of the first times I actually killed somebody. Just saying that he killed somebody and making it seem like, not only did he kill somebody, but he's done it a lot of times after that. I don't follow Marty Jannetty, but apparently he spews craziness a lot. Is yeah. What, is what he's, I, he's, he needs some help. Like, he, well, I mean, he's always had his demons, but it seems to rear his head. He has some yeah. Issues. I hope this stuff isn't true. Well, from what I read, they're going to start up looking at cold cases from that time period. Yeah, yeah. From like he gave some very specific details. So, if there's anything to it, then he's he's done. He basically confessed. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. It looks like the police have to take it serious. They have to investigate it. They're going to look at, like Brock said, cold cases and different things like that. But, I mean, this is crazy. I mean, I think he's just maybe really desperate for some attention. But, yeah, the guy needs some help. For Sad. sure. Pretty crazy stuff. Um, see what else. Any other headline news stories you guys have heard about? No, nothing other than the Pat McAfee stuff. I'm sure we're going to touch on that on NXT. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, let's yeah. First, let's start with Friday Night SmackDown. Now, um, I personally think this is one of the better put-together SmackDowns that they've done in a long time. I agree. It was it was a very solid show. There was no fluff or filler. Every match had a, had a purpose. Every segment had a purpose. I liked the opening where they basically had everybody do a quick promo who had a match that That's night. That's their new thing. They did it before every... That's been three weeks ongoing now. Where they kind of, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's very old school style where they're like, tonight I'm going to show them that I'm the best and I'm going to. They each cut like a little program. That's good. I like that they've added that. I heard that's another Daniel Bryan thing. Like, it lets you know what's coming for the show. And, like, oh, I wanted to see that match. And, yeah. You know, it's, it was good. It was just a good way to open it. Do you know what it reminds me of? Whenever reading comics from the Silver Age where they had. They didn't assume that this was your... You've been reading for a long time. Like, this could be your only issue you've ever read in this yeah. book. This is so good for, like... Hey, I... Like, for me, it's the first time I think I've watched SmackDown since March, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe longer. I didn't know what the storylines were for other than doing the podcast here. And I'm like, uh -huh. okay. Like, all right. I'm getting all this stuff. Like, it was good. I like that opening. Yeah. Yeah, the opening was good. Ken... You had texted me that night and said that, like, you weren't aware of, like, the fake crowd noises. You weren't a big fan of that. 
No, he really took me out. I forget what match it was, but it was one of the early matches. Um, and that was just the two. I, it just was so distracting and like disconnected. It was, yeah. it, it bothered me. Yeah. Now, when I watched the last hour of Raw, well, I didn't watch any matches the last hour of Raw. We'll get to that later. Yeah, but, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, there, I don't think I had the same disconnect, but really, whenever, like, if it's a quiet match, like it, it really does, like, it's jarring sometimes. Yeah. And it really bothered me. I just think that crowd gets exhausted. Well, well yeah. yeah. I mean, by the time they do SmackDown, they've done, <laughs> like, eight hours yeah. of wrestling with no lunch yeah, breaks. Yeah, they're pretty... Two, two Raws, two NXTs, and then SmackDown. Yeah. Because yeah. they do them by two. Yeah. I, I don't know. And then, well, this week, they, they couldn't do the SmackDown taping um, on the same day, so they made them stay an extra night like <laughs> in Florida so they could do it. Um, I guess they did it today. They did it on Thursday. So, yeah, Duh. you know, it's uh, it's tough doing all that. Um I have been hearing the rumors going around that they're trying to find a different location for SummerSlam. That may they may there's one of the rumors I heard it it may happen like on the beach, like they have a place cool. they have a place in Atlantic City where they may like set up a ring and just kind of have a big area where like if you wanted to kind of gather around and watch you could if you know if people were were distant apart and stuff like that uh, where they really wouldn't sell tickets for it it would just kind of be like. If you're there, you could go as long as like too many people don't show up. I guess you know. I think that's asking for trouble in that area, but yeah, um, I'm all right with a beach theme. Like yeah. they could, I'm fine. I also heard rumors that they might do it on a boat. Yeah, there's hey. rumors about it being on a boat. Yep. Because they haven't announced it, they haven't said where it's going to be yet. They keep talking about it, so. It's just a baseball field. Yeah. Um, but on SmackDown that night, you had uh, AJ Styles fought Grand Metal Leak. I thought that was really good. Um, those guys are good. I'd like to see that they're they're getting more. Uh, I feel like Grand Metal Leak and um, Lince Dorado, if they repackage them right, could be like WWE's version of the Lucha Bros. Like they're really good wrestlers. They're not like maybe as good as Phoenix and those guys are. But when you see them cut loose, some of the moves that like Lince Dorado can do. Guys, pretty talented too. They need a little bit more edginess to them and get rid of the lucha, lucha, and the yeah. house party and all I, I that. I agree. They need an edgierness to them because you got on your hands potentially guys that are that could be just like that style and that kind of theme. They are really good. I think good. Metalik is just as good as the Lucha Brothers. It's not because nobody else does. Yeah. The stuff off the ropes and stuff. I think he just has a style that's only his. That nobody else really does, and they they should really capitalize on that instead of it being like a comedy character. Well, remember when they were in, in um, the um, elimination chamber? Lince Dorada climbed up to that top and did that like flip backwards off the top of the yeah. cage. Yeah, the guys can work. It's just they have a cheesy, cheesy, stupid gimmick, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that lucha nonsense—the chanting from the lucha dragons—like it's over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's not over in a good way. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that they were moving on from Jeff Hardy's drinking problems and kind of <laughs> burying that. That was kind of stupid. Um, King Corbin and Drew Gulak wrestled, and then it looks like they turned Shorty G bad. He's just trying to collect the bounty. Yeah. Take it. 
I like that he's. I, I hope they dropped the shorty G stuff. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I, he's like, you know, almost. I would like to see a King's Court again, where yeah. maybe he, they start calling these guys like the Black Knight Chad Gable, and he comes in, and he's like. <laughs> well, I I did hear that they are planning on bringing up a couple NXT guys to like refill King Corbin's st- stable of like his hitmen. I heard that um, Killian Dane's one of them. And um, uh, who's the guy from NXT? Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne. He had a good match last night. He had, he had a good match. He's not a bad wrestler. He just doesn't really have a good gimmick. But the guy can still wrestle. Uh, then maybe Chad Gable and, you know, like Ken said, have a little King's Court, King Knights and stuff like that. Call all chess pieces. Call different chess pieces. Make it the King's Court. And there you go. It's gold. Um, he had Big E debuting his singles match. I thought he did pretty good against The Miz. Uh, I like that he has a new finisher. Uh, yeah, kind of a I sub- like the finisher. Looks good. Yeah, his submission. It really shows his power. I just wish they'd tone down his silliness a little bit now that he's on his own. Yeah, I think that's what people like about him is his silliness. But, yeah, I agree. I mean, down. you could still have it, but I think he was even more over the top on Friday than he normally is. Yeah. Does he still roll down the ramp? I haven't seen him roll the Yeah, he did. <laughs> roll down the ramp. <laughs> I always liked Biggie. I think he's great. I think he would be a good person to beat AJ for the Intercontinental bout. Yeah. I was texting Don during watching. I'm like, I'd like to see him and Bron kind of take it slap meat and just go out. <laughs> two big guys. Two strong dudes. Slap meat. Put your meat on my meat. Put your meat on my meat. Slap um, meat. I really liked that Sonny Deville beat the shit out of Mandy Rose. I thought that was a good segment. It was. Yeah. Just really beating her up, cutting her hair, smashing her face into the ground. You know, stupid, stupid uh, Otis was. Otis is a waste. I mean, they gave him that inner. They gave him that money in the bank. They've done nothing with him. I think they kind of like shot their load already with Otis. They don't know what to do with him. The the thing that pissed me off about that segment is it was kind of like a serious beatdown and all that. And then they had Miz and Morrison come on right after, as it's, and then totally made it into a joke. And they yeah. had, they ruined the segment. Yep. They were trying to start a new feud with Miz and Morrison and Heavy Machinery, probably. But it just, yeah, I understand that, but it just took away from what the girls just did. Yeah. 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 Because that was a pretty severe beatdown. It was a beatdown. It was like looked like a real beatdown. Yeah. Yes, it was. It, it looked good, and then yeah, I agree, Brock. That took like those guys coming over and mocking it. Yeah, and make jokes. It's kind of like yeah. After it was over, it was stupid. Um, that was probably like, the most violent women's altercation that they've had in a while. Yeah, cut um, her hair and everything. That was great. <laughs> then you had um, Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Bailey beat her. Bailey used that one move to knock her out. Beater. This match was just okay. I really like more what happened at the end because Nikki kind of pushed Alexa. Then you had Alexa alone in the ring, and I thought that scene with the Fiend was great. It felt scary, felt real. Alexa did a great job, looking completely terrified. Um, yep. That was good. I like seeing the Fiend again attacking people. I think he said, "Braun, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin everyone or whatever until like he fights him." So that was good. I, I like what they're I, doing with Alexa with that. I think she should, like, really become Sister Abigail or something like that. I think that would be good for I her. I think she might, because the, the way he was kind of, like, 
stalking her with the mandible claw. Like, he didn't just throw it on immediately. Yeah. Like, it's almost like she accepted it and then just took it. Yeah. Which was kind of interesting. Like, she's like, all right, I guess, you know, this is just going to happen. I'm going to join you now kind of thing. Where she could have maybe tried to fight him off, but she didn't even attempt. Or run. (laughs) Right. She just just took it. Because he kind of gave her a chance to, like, fight it off or get away, but she didn't. It's like to be Alexa and have Bray's ugly, disgusting glove be shoved into your mouth. (laughs) Maybe you gave her the working mandible claw. Yeah. (laughs) It was cool, though. It was a good segment. I liked the way it ended. Yeah, I'm glad there wasn't any backlash from it. Because when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, Fox people are going to get pissed. And yeah, it's... We're going to do a the big to-do. But I haven't heard anything negative about it. Yeah, so that's good. All right, let's move on to Monday Night Raw, which to me was one of the strangest three hours of wrestling I've seen in a long time. So right off the bat, in typical WWE fashion... Before they have to announce, there's going to be a new faction appearing on on Raw tonight. Why do you have to announce it instead of just letting things happen fluidly? I don't know why you need to announce it, whether you're trying to get people to watch the show. But like I'm like, okay, there's going to be a new faction. What is it? So then they start with all the lights going out. That it's like this group causing hijinks, like... Making the lights go out, making well, microphones. First, they said it was because of the hurricane. Yeah, first they said it was a hurricane, but then it was people causing mischief. And uh-huh. and um, you know, so let's go through it. They were doing the lights going out. Then they went over in the back and they knocked over a bunch of cameras that were in a tote or something like that and broke a bunch of stuff. Then they um, uh, I are they the people that poisoned? The Street Profits, or was that Andrade and them that the poisoned the Street Profits? We don't know. We, we don't know. know. And then they set fire to a generator outside and ran around. I, you know, then they already released that the group's name is like Retribution. I'm like, why is everything so is rushed? <laughs> like, yeah, they already set a name for him. Why is it so rushed? Why can't you let things develop? Like, it's literally to me just the equivalent of just throwing shit out there and seeing if people like it. Like. I don't get it. I'm all for a new group because I like that they're trying to do things new. And I'm okay with a group that's like doing these little mischief things, but let it happen naturally. Here's the thing. I'm all for the mischievous stuff. Whenever they started like throwing like Molotov cocktails and stuff like that, it looks a little too similar to the things that are going on in the real world right right now. Yeah, right. I, I thought that was a little bit in poor taste. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like Portland. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it got a little like it, it, I don't know. They just don't know what they're doing with that stuff. But you know, then they start. I off think with, there's definitely guys and girls in that group. Yeah, know. I think it's there were definitely men and women in that group that were outside. Yeah, I wonder if it's all of the uh, fire people that didn't get signed anywhere else. <laughs> they just brought them all back. Everyone that got fired that isn't signed. Um, so let's go through it. So they they do that and they're teasing that. Then they give us a tease that there's a mystery door, right? So you're like, and before Raw, they told you that Shane McMahon was going to be on, okay? So first you had the United States Championship, Apollo Crews was MVP. I thought that was well done. That was a good part of, of Raw. Uh-huh. I thought it was a good match. MVP, or Crews won. He got both belts. Um, you know, it, it was good. That part I enjoyed. He gave the old one to his kids. Yeah. And uh, he's going <laughs> to rock the new one. All, all fine. 
Um, I like Apollo keeping that, get, you know, that'll be good. MVP sort of chasing that. And then MVP kind of blamed the reason he lost was because the lights were going out. So they used <laughs> that as like, you know, a little reason, you know, which was good. It was fine. Um, then you had backstage, uh, you know, Shayna Baszler came and punched Sasha in the face, which I was like, okay, it's fine. Good. I like that, you know, Shayna's kind of in between there. Not really a bad guy, good guy, kind of in the middle. Then you had an odd segment with KO with the, with the Riot Squad on it. This segment was really odd to me. What did you think about this one, bro? Well, he was kind of like trying to be like a therapist to them. Yeah, I really think you like, guys oh, should should get back together. Uh, I chased away all my friends, but trying to get make sure my putting myself first and all that stuff. I'm like, what are they doing to Kevin Owens? I don't know what they're doing to Kevin Owens sometimes. I liked it when Kevin Owens said that WWE had a clip of that, and Sami Zayn retweeted it and said, yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I don't know. I mean, why are you trying to get the Riot Squad back together now where you already fired one of the members? Well, she's pregnant anyway, so. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. I just think that their plans for Liv Morgan whatever they wore. Yeah. They just got cold feet. I think so. Sexy and bathtub live Morgan. Yeah, like what would they even reference that? <laughs> yeah. I liked it uh the iconic said that basically that to her. They were like you were sitting yeah. in the bath tub. Should have stayed in the tub is what they said there. Should have stayed in the tub. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um then you had Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton come face to face. I thought this was well done. Um, I thought this was a good promo. What do you think about this? I like it. They're both at the top of their game right now. Yeah. I like that Randy Orton, he basically said, yeah, this place should have fired me like 12 different times, but they don't because they need me. Drew's line about all the crap you've done, literally and figuratively, or however he said it, was perfect. Yeah. Now, what's that from? Because other people reference that. He crapped in, uh, was it Maria Canellis's bag? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, she, like, denied an advance or something from him or something like that. So he got her back. Well, I think it was her. It was someone. It was a, it was a female superstar, and he definitely shit in their bag. Shit and in it, their it bag. Was, it's kind of his shtick. Okay. Um, I liked when he asked Drew to shoot on him, and then Drew brought up, how, like, The Undertaker helped Randy Orton, and he said, Randy, who have you helped? Nobody, because you're basically a piece <laughs> of shit. And, uh, yeah, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, that feud, that feud's good. That, that match will be good. That stuff will be good. Um, then you had Nia Jax. This segment was really strange. Oh, I'm so sick of Nia Jax. Um, I'm glad she's suspended. She's suspended, and then, uh, like, she beat up, like, who is that guy she's beating up? Back. Pat, <laughs> she's beating up Pat Buck. <laughs> He was in the Cruiserweight Classic. So is she going to have a match with Pat Buck in order to get back, get her job back? Hopefully. <laughs> Poor that, Pat Buck. That was weird. Um, another weird thing was the triple threat match for the 24-7 championship. That was just kind of crazy, people running over. I did enjoy Bobby Lashley beating up ninjas, though. <laughs> That's always a good time. And then a real head-scratcher was Shayna Baszler versus Sasha. What somebody explain to me what the hell happened in this match? Oscar just came down and they just decided to end the match because she beat up Bailey. Were you watching this <laughs> at all, Ken? 
I, so I did not watch this live. I saw it back on replays. It makes no sense. It made no Since sense. Two people getting beat up on the outside affect anything that's happening inside. Yeah, I had to rewind because I thought I missed something. Yeah, like, me too. Because I, I, I was only kind of half watching at that point because I was yeah. getting tired. I was like, wait, what happened? Who won? And yeah. then just, nobody. It just kind of ended. From a match perspective, I thought they were working really well together. Like, Shayna was beating her up kind of with hardcore stuff. Sasha was doing more athletic moves on her, getting around on her. Working-wise, it was good. Two good competitors. Then I saw the bell go, and I'm like, what happened? So we won, and I'm like, she never even touched her. She just hit <laughs> Bailey. What did they – I mean, you can't do that and expect people to, like, like not hate your show because of, like, stupid rules like that. It's so dumb. There's so many false or unfinished segments, especially involving uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks for some reason. Yeah. I know you don't any losses on them, but come on, something's got to give here. Yeah. Like, every match involving them is some kind of like WCW Nitro ending. Yeah. To it. Last week you had uh, basically Sasha Banks win the belt because Oscar ran in the back to help Kyrie Zane and got counted out. She won the title that way. Like it made no sense. It's just still bad. Um, then you had I'm gonna I'm gonna skip I'm gonna save Raw Underground for the end. I'm gonna skip around a little bit. You had uh, Do Dominic Mysterio attack Seth Rollins. They're gonna have a match at SummerSlam. I think I'm fine with this. Um, I love the Samoa Joe angle. I thought that was great. All this best part of the night from what I've watched. Yeah, because it, it Samoa Joe makes everything look really real. You know, yeah. like, with the way he was uh -huh. just kind of sitting there, like, ignoring it, then he was like, no, 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 that's not happening. Like, you really believe him. Like, he got heavy, though, Samoa Joe. He looked like you put some <laughs> pounds on in that face, you know. But when he stood up, you're like, man, you believed it. Like, Samoa, Samoa Joe cuts an amazing promo. Like, you really <laughs> believe, like, this is, like, real. Like, he's really pissed off, you know. He was really good. Uh, you know, I'd like to see him get back in the ring again. I don't know what they're doing with him. Is he hurt? Uh, he was, yeah. So this is what happens though. When he does, he's doing a good job with the commentary. So I'm kind of afraid he might get pigeonholed into that. Yeah. Like if he was only doing like an okay, mediocre kind he's of. He's a deal, great commentator. He's actually, yeah, he's been doing good. Yeah, um, and I I think Dominic looks good too. I think him and Seth that'll be entertaining. Dominic can go. Like, watch him with the 619 and all that stuff. It was, it looked good. Yeah, he takes good bumps. Yeah. The way he gets, like, thrown around, he looks good. Um, yeah, then we had Angelo Dawkins and them do their, or the Street Profits and singles matches. And then when uh, Montez Ford just fell over, I'm like, what's going on here? Like, at first I thought maybe it was real. Then I'm like, this is pre-taped. They would have never had it on a show, so it's obviously not real. And then you find out that he's poisoned. Poison. So this anarchist group poisoned him. Or Selena Vega. Or Selena Vega, yeah. Which is unbelievable, which is so strange, so weird, such a stupid thing to do. I, I you know, I don't just get that. So um, let's go to Raw Underground. So then <laughs> I've never been more confused in my life of like, you're watching Raw and are like, Shane McMahon's out next. Then they cut to Shane McMahon and you're in this weird area. There's there's music playing. There's like Nitro Girls dancing. Uh, and it's just so strange. 
And then it's just a bunch of jabronis getting beat up by NXT guys. And, and again, I will go back and I'll say it again. I'm not entirely soured on the idea. Like, I appreciate them trying to come up with some new stuff. But where is the storyline for this? I mean, why couldn't you have done something where, like, you had some guys that were losing matches and then maybe Shane appears and goes, hey, you know, I'm trying to do this and maybe gives them an alternative of a way to, like, you know, gain some momentum and get, like, get get themselves on TV. Instead of this, hey, Shane McMahon here. Yeah, Royal <laughs> Underground. We'll be back in five minutes like a game show host. And there's no explanation <laughs> of what the hell it even is. And, and really, like, it was only three, six punches, maybe, tops in yeah. each match, quote-unquote. It was just like, oh, here we go. We're going to cut to Ivar beating this guy up. Yeah. Like, okay, great. There's the Viking Raiders. Oh, there's Dolph Ziggler. And then, and then when he had that one guy, they're like, oh, here's Dabakato. Oh, okay, he's done. All right, who's next? You get in the ring. Oh, he's done. Who's next? Oh, you get in the ring. All right, we're going to commercial. Raw Underground will be back. And you're like, what the fuck is Raw Underground? What, what yeah. am I watching? I don't even know what I'm watching. I don't even know what the rules are, where it's at. Oh, I know the rules, Don. Yeah, why it's so shady. Like, And then Dolph Ziggler's just beating up a guy, you know, like, you know, I watched Raw Talk afterwards, and Ziggler was like, oh, it's great. It's so much fun. You can just kind of like, for us old wrestling guys, it's like old school wrestling, and we love it. It's like a shoot wrestling and all this stuff. And he's like telling our truth you should come next week to it. But I did enjoy when the Hurt Business showed up and beat everybody up there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I thought that was interesting. We got, we got a Dio Madden uh appearance that they didn't call him by any name. <laughs> he showed up and got beat up by Benjamin. How funny was that? Like, Dio Madden comes in looking huge because he looked like he had, like, put some <laughs> muscle on. And Shelton Benjamin just, like, showing off that skill took him down in, like, a matter of seconds. Like, yeah, that 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 part was cool. And that's the thing with it. Like, if I think if you developed it into, like, they even had their own belt. Like, get rid of the 24-7 yeah. championship, and maybe you're the Raw Underground champ. Like, it's like a different style of wrestling. It's a different thing. But you got to get some story to it. it you know, yeah. maybe, the, maybe the Hurt Business runs the Underground. They get rid of Shane McMahon. Or you know? maybe we never see it again because they came in and beat it. Exactly. Or maybe you never <laughs> see it again. But, it was, I mean, the constant music playing is horrible. Get rid of the music. Get rid of the stupid girls. Then the girls are going to fight. Like, it was so Turn dumb. the lights on. Yeah. Turn the lights on, you know. It's so telling everybody apart. If you want to make it dark, get rid of the girls. If you want to have music, have a band. You know enough bands are on there. Just have them play music. Right. Yeah. It's it's just, it could be done better. Exactly. It That's the thing. The same song the entire time. Same song. It's like uh, generic hip-hop number two. Same song, <laughs> over and over and over. And again, when you have no build towards it and no story to it, it just feels so stupid. It's just like... It's like 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 Ken watching Raw for the first time in weeks. Going to be like, guys, is Raw Underground something that uh, should be on? I don't know what this is. Is this what is? Oh, we don't know what it is either. All we knew is there was a fucking door, and, and then it turned out to be Raw Underground. Strange, so strange. It, it was a weird episode to watch for the first time in a long time. Very weird. So much weird stuff going on where you thought like, maybe this is all going to play out to something cool at the end, and then it didn't. Yeah. All right, Nothing so happened. strange. Let's move on to NXT. Let's go to Wednesday, uh, the best night in wrestling. Start out the show at a number one contendership, Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai. Brock, did you watch this? What would you think? 
This is a good match. I'm glad Dakota Kai won, even though there was it was an interference. I really like her as a bad guy. Yeah, me too. I'm glad they're finally starting to do something with her. And I felt that the way they did it, not only did it set up a good Dakota Kai Io Shirai feud, but it also broke out another storyline because Mercedes Martin, Mercedes Martinez came down and knocked out Rhea Ripley, so that sets up a good feud with them because that's two people that I think would work really well together. Yep. So that was good. Um, then you had Bronson Reed beating up Shane Thorne. Good match. Just kind of trying to give Bronson Reed a little bit of TV time since he's going to be in that uh, match for the um, North American Championship. Um, then you had Damian Priest, Oni Larkin, and the debuting Ridge Holland. What do you think about this one, bro? I like that Ridge Holland guy. Yeah, he's like Wolverine. Like, he's... Pretty strong, yeah. pretty shorter, but powerful. Dude looks like he can go. He's I thought he was going to win. Yeah. I guess I, he's unbeaten on uh, UK. He didn't get pinned, though. Orny Larkin took the pin. That's the only reason he was in that match. Yeah, I'm really liking Orny Larkin lately. There. He's been, they've been doing some stuff with him where you know he's been having good matches. I like Damian Priest. I was happy that he won. I think Damian Priest is kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good match. I think R- Ridge Holland's going to be around for a while. He was entertaining, and uh, you know those guys are good. They did. A, they did a, these have all been enjoyable. Um, then you had Keith Lee versus Cameron Grimes, which was really long for some reason. I didn't like how they kind of chumped out Cameron Grimes, though. He got spirit bombed. Keith is mad at the, at at uh, Keith was mad at that. Whatever his name is, Killer Cross is now. Carrion Cross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with that match because uh, William Regal wouldn't green light it, so I'm not sure what uh, direction they're going to go there. But um, eventually they're going to fight. I hope Carrion Cross beats him because I think Carrion Cross has amazing momentum right now. Yeah, he does. Um, then you had the uh, Phantasma group. Jumping Brizongo and beating the shit out of them. I thought that was pretty funny. Poor Brizongo. Yeah, poor Brizongo. Poor Fandango. Um, <laughs> I didn't really watch Tegan Knox versus Indy Hartwell. I didn't pay much attention to that while that was on. I was on my phone. They're doing something with Tegan Knox. She's been like getting a win every week. Yeah, I don't know what they're. They're they're definitely building her for something. They like Tegan Knox. I, I I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan. She's okay. I wouldn't be surprised if you see uh, Dakota Kai win that belt and Tegan Knox. Like that's going to be a, a an ongoing rivalry for the belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have good chemistry together. They do. They do. Then you had um, the tag team match at the end, and uh, some people didn't like this, but I really enjoyed this. Um. I think I like seeing the Undisputed Era wrestle almost as faces. Um, they were kind of like they the definitely de- are, and I think this is like the beginning of them breaking away from Adam Cole. Yeah, but it's sad because I like Adam Cole with them. I like the whole package. But face it, Ken, they were never going to do the Undisputed Era right or justice on Raw or SmackDown. They were never going to do it right. They would debut, and the three weeks later, you they would like be fighting for the uh, 24-7 championship or something like that. You, you know how they... I, I do know how they are. It's just sad because you know Roderick Strong is going to get lost. Yeah. 
And that, instead of building this faction that's Molotov cocktail bullshit on Raw, yeah. that should have been the undisputed era. Should have been the undisputed mm-hmm. era. I think the I think the WWE has big plans for Adam Cole. I think Adam Cole's a huge star. A lot of people have compared him to you know like a Shawn Michaels. I think he has the ability to be a huge star in the main roster. I really do. And I think they're waiting to bring Adam Cole up to the main roster when there's fans. I don't think they want to bring him up with no fans. They had to pull the plug on his title reign just to get other people with the belt, but I don't think they're ready for him, so I think that's why they're doing this whole uh, feud with, um, uh, what's his name? Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee, and I thought Pat McAfee was hilarious last night. Did you not think, what did you think about that, Brock? Uh, it took me out of the match, honestly. I thought it was too much. I thought it was just stupid. I never was a fan of him. See, yeah, I, I, I see like him. His association him. I think... with NXT and WWE just to get more notoriety for his own stupid show. Well, also, you know, it's it's something to do with it's something to do with Cole. Pat McAfee has like four million followers on his show. ESPN was talking about it today. You know, it's cross promotion yeah. type stuff that they that they do. But you know, he's going to beat him. That's what pisses me no, off. No, Adam about Cole it. will beat him. You think so? Yeah, because Pat McAfee's being the asshole and the heel. Adam Cole's like the good guy right now where he's like distracted. And, you know, he's kind of down in the dumps from losing his title. Adam Cole will beat him because Pat McAfee doesn't need a win. He's just a, he's just a bad guy and a heel and all that, you know. Um, I'm sure Adam – I think once they actually get to it, Adam Cole will kill him once he gets him in there. So. But he'll sneak attack him. I just thought it was funny the way he was – talking about him, and Adam Cole can kind of hear him because there's no fans, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame because it took away from a good tag team match, but, uh, you yeah. know, it's uh, it, I think they're trying to figure out ways to keep Adam Cole on TV because I don't think they want to debut him to a no, to an empty arena. Probably. He's a big star. People will go nuts when he debuts. When his music hits on, like, a Raw or a SmackDown and a live audience, it's a big deal. You know, I think I think Adam Cole's a big deal, and I think I think, I think so too. I, I I just would like to see him the whole on the street era. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what where where they're going to go. I think they're kind of they're such a package now. You almost have to bring them in together. Yeah, but I just don't have faith that they'll do it right. Well, they never do that kind of transition right. You know, it's hard. Yeah. When was the last time someone came from NXT that really made it, you can say, made it big? Drew McIntyre. Yeah. But there was a long time where he was floundering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was like a henchman for Dolph Ziggler for a while. Then he was... Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took a while. It took, some, it took some momentum, some different things. Because, yeah, he, he did that. I mean, other than, like, the Shield guys when they came up. I mean, Owens has had championship runs, but... You know, floundering a little bit here and there. Sami Zayn never really did anything. I mean, the street. Bobby Pro- Roode never did anything. Yeah, Bobby Roode never did anything. The Street Profits are, are champions. You know, the Viking Raiders. We'll see how that goes. You know, Ricochet only on main event now. I mean, Ricochet, <laughs> one of your best. I bet you he's part of that Retribution group. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. All right, let's go over to uh, AEW. Um, before we go to uh, Dynamite, Ken, what did you think about the women's tag team stuff? Um, I thought the production was really good. I thought the matches I enjoyed. So I enjoyed Veda Scott is uh, commentating. I didn't think I would. She's, she's good. Yeah. 
Um, I like that Medusa kicked it off. The trophy's fine. Um, the first match was, like, here's the thing. The quality of the match was weren't great, but I can see where it's got to be tough because there's a lot of either people that, didn't, that don't wrestle full-time or they're green or just haven't done it in a long time. So the first match was um, uh, the Nightmare Sisters. So that's Allie and what's-her-face, Brady Rhodes. Yeah. Versus uh, Penelope Ford and Mel. And I thought this was the best one of the, the night because they actually wrestle more often. Yeah. It just rushed at times. Yeah. I think I think Brandy Rhodes stinks, though, as a wrestler. I don't think she's great, but I think she's better than, let's say, what's-her-face from the second bout. Ariana, whatever her name is. No, Ariana Grande. <laughs> Andrews. She's yeah, horrible. I hope she's never on AEW TV again. She stinks. I, I don't know why. I just... I've never liked her. Like, Yeah. I loved that the whole Dark Order came out with Anna and Jay. Yeah. I, I like that uh, her and uh, Conti uh, picked up the win. I think it's exciting. I like it. Was Taya Conti from NXT? Yes. 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 Yeah. So, and so, I think yeah, that well, she good with that. But, like, you know, the in-ring action wasn't the greatest, but I think overall I could see this getting played on, like, a TNT affiliate with the other two episodes that are going to happen. And uh, aired as, like, a special, like, an hour-long special for whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. Yeah. Um, I don't like uh, Vicky Guerrero with Nia, Nia, Nyla. Nyla Rose. I think I, I don't I don't know I don't like Vicky Guerrero. She annoys me. Nyla Rose Nyla, is annoying to me she, enough. I don't really get she it. She doesn't need a mouthpiece. She can talk on her own. Yeah, exactly. She's a good talker to begin with. She doesn't need Vicky Guerrero. Yeah. Give her to somebody who can use her. Or get rid of her. Yeah. <laughs> Now, um, there too, which I was surprised at. But who's that? Shaw Guerrero, her daughter. Oh, okay. And, and, and Vicky's daughter. Yeah. The ring announcer. Yep. Um, so the Wednesday night, uh, let's go back to AEW and Wednesday night. Wednesday night ratings were in. AEW increased a lot, brought in a really good number 901,000 viewers, which is great for them. Wow. Um, NXT was at 753. Um, so the Moxley uh, Allen, that's up for them too though that was up for them too but AEW did really well ever since Chris Jericho went on TV and bitched about the ratings after they lost to the Great American Bash it's like everybody was like okay let's go watch it and give it all kind of ratings then so he threw that fit on TV the next week about ratings and they've been good ever since he knows what he's doing yep. yeah he does um, so they started off Wednesday Night Dynamite with a crazy 12-man. Every week it just gets more and more. It's going to be a 14-man next week, but it was a 12-man spot, and, um, you know, it was entertaining. It was good. They're really setting up the, the FTR and Adam Page versus the Elite. Yeah, because he took off. He walked off with uh, Scott Dawson or whatever the hell his name is now because he got hurt. Dexler. Um, Jack Harwood. <laughs> Dash Harwood or whatever. The hardwood floors. Do you notice that they really do that, like, Adam Page is, like, the guy that makes that tag team work? Like, he gets in, he cleans all the house, he does all... He's like, carries the workload, you know? Yes. 
Well, at one point, it was Kenny against six guys. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of good spots. Bro, this was, I think, one of the best that Brody Lee, I think, looked. Because they yeah. let him, like, cut loose and wrestle more and do more moves and uh, actually look look good in a ring. Uh, you know, Matt, Matt and Nick Jackson looked good. They were doing some crazy stuff. You know, it was entertaining. All in all, it was, it was pretty nuts. Set up some good storylines for them. Did what it needed to do. I think you're right. You're going to get the Elite versus... FTR with uh, Hangman joining them instead. That'll be something that they go to. And it's good to see the Dark Order actually win. Um, yeah, yeah. Cole Cabana looked happy that they were, you know, won. He's even <laughs> raising his fist and doing all that stuff. So that was good. Um, what'd you think, Ken, about Best Friends versus Santana and Ortiz then? I thought it was a good match. Um, I like both teams. I. I'm not surprised that their best friends win with the way the direction it goes later in the night. Um, poor Sue's minivan gets destroyed. Um, yeah. Sets up a grudge match at, uh, um, oh, at probably. And I wouldn't be surprised if this one's maybe a taped one that they do in like a parking lot match or something yeah. like that. But they hit the they hit the surprise roll up though. That's that's two <laughs> weeks in a row two surprise roll ups. Here we go. Santana and Ortiz need to get a win here soon, though. They haven't won it's, in forever. Well, here's my thought about that. If Santana and Ortiz lose enough, hopefully Eddie Kingston will come and break him out of the, the uh, yeah. inner circle since he just got signed full-time with AEW. Yeah, that would be good. He would be good with them. Yeah, like he, he comes in and gives them the, like, the uh, – Pep talk, like you gotta stop being Jericho's bitches, all that kind of stuff. Especially building more of these trio teams. Yes, they're really building towards a trio's belt. It's gotta happen. Like I think once travels open and everybody that is in limbo right now are back, I think it'll. It's an. It's a. It's a given. It's gonna happen. Just the way that they're set, and they're almost like old WWE, where every every faction was in threes. Mm-hmm. So. But I like where they're going with it. It's it's more also too of like '90s WWE where everyone had a storyline. Yeah, yeah. Like you think of a character, you can think of someone that's like a reason that they can have a match on All Out. Right. So. Um, then you had MJF do his little campaign talk, um, which was funny. Um, then that you had that crazy shit between Sammy Guevara and Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy got fucking bloody as hell. Is that whenever Sammy threw the chair at his forehead? Yeah, he, he had threw, to... threw it at his forehead and, like, cut him. He was dripping blood. There was, like, yeah. puddles of blood on the floor. You, with his black hair, it looked like his hair was red. He had so much blood. That was crazy. Yes. That was not... Poor, poor Matt Hardy. Do you notice Matt Hardy in the beginning, though, when he come out saying that he's done with gimmicks? Yeah, good. Yeah. Like, did they drop the whole Damascus thing already and all that shit? I think they did. I think they did. That's all the multiverse of Matt Hardy. Now he's just going to be, like, prime Matthew Hardy. And he is just going to... Can't kill him. Good. I'm glad they they got rid of gimmicks because Damascus stunk. I don't think that went over well with fans. I think they were batting that on that. So, it's a good thing about AEW. Is AEW, I think, listens to fans when they know this sucks, they just get rid of it. Like Brandy yeah. Rose's stable, they're like, we hate this. God, next day it was all a dream. And she was yeah. back to normal again, you know. Yeah, because she even cut Alex's hair, one of the things. They never mentioned that during their whole yeah. situation. Sonya um, Deville should have done it. 
Then you had Cody and uh, Matt Cardona versus the Dark Order guys. I didn't really care for this much match too much. I thought it went on way too long with like two scrubs from the Dark Order. They were having a hard time with. I didn't like this one as much. I don't know. It didn't didn't score well with me. Um. I didn't mind it. It's more or less it was a match to get Cardona, Cardona over so everyone could see his stuff. That's yeah, and I, you know what? He just still wrestles. He wrestles like Zack Ryder, and it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of, I don't know. I was never was the biggest fan of watching a Zack Ryder match. It's a lot of, like, kicks and in his move. Like, he just doesn't, I don't know. I need to see a little bit more from him to be really be too invested in him. I'm not a big fan of his character. I know a lot of people like Zack Ryder and what he was, you know, but I don't know. I'm not really excited about it. Rob is. I think his charisma as a person gets over, gets him over in the ring. Like, you know, being in the action figures unless there's podcasts. Yeah. It goes a, a longer way, so that's what I think kind of he falls. Now, I w- the good part about it at the end, which I am excited about, is Scorpio Sky challenging Cody for the match. That'll be a good one next week. Yes. Because Scorpio on his own is good. He's got better music. He needs to break away from stupid SCU and go on his own. He's much better on that. He needs to shine. Um, him and Cody will be good next week. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed. Um, then you had the debate between Orange Cassie and Chris Jericho. And, I mean, all I can say about this was it was absolutely brilliant, I thought. It was absolutely brilliant. I don't know if you got to watch it yet, though, Ken. You should go watch it. But, I mean, it was hilarious. Uh, Orange Cassidy shocked the shit out of me in it. What did you think about it, Brock? I liked it. It went on a little too long, but... A little long. But his thing about global warming, when he just started talking, and they were like, holy shit, he can talk. And then I'm like, all right, he read from a script. And then at the end, cut that promo on Jericho. I'm like, you mean to tell me this guy who gets over by, like, not talking, hands in his pocket, acting like he doesn't care, can also cut a killer promo? Like, wow. <laughs> like, this guy's, you know, really, really hitting on all levels. You know, so good for him. He That was, that was a funny promo. That was good. Um, if you're going to do something stupid as a debate on a, re- on a wrestling show, it, it, it's good to have Jericho in there because, you know, he's good with that stuff. But it was, we can't yeah. not mention the uh, surprise moderator. Yeah, Eric Easy E, Eric Bischoff was there. I like it. I like that he shows up and like it was hilarious whenever he declared Orange Cassidy the winner. He's like, and Jericho's like, Bischoff, I haven't liked you for twenty two years. And Bischoff's like, Correction, it's twenty four years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah seeing Eric Bischoff on TNT, what a. I still don't understand what the hell happened with him in the WWE and SmackDown and all that they did. But I'm a Bischoff fan. I'm a Bischoff guy. I love Bischoff. So I kind of hope he, he's there. Yeah. I mean, like he's just him. a character. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a character. You talk about another guy that could be a good manager for someone or a manager for the group. You know, mm-hmm. all for it. It would be cool. Agreed. Um, Big Swole versus Reba was boring and terrible. I. Fast forwarded through it. I just didn't care about that one too much. Reba looked horrible yeah, Reba, in that match. Reba can't wrestle at all. I mean, that was just bad. Big Swole, I don't really think, is the best wrestler to begin with either. You know, she's okay, but, you know, she does better when she has someone good in the ring helping her. Her with someone mm-hmm. who can't wrestle, terrible. Terrible. What um, happened to the menagerie? Uh, <laughs> the menagerie, I don't know. That's where Reba came from. She was Rebel. Yeah. 
Where's Mike Knox? <laughs> the circus. And uh, Crazy Steve. Crazy Steve is still an impact. He is. He's a big deal. Then, then to end the night, you had AEW World Championship, Moxley versus Darby Allen. Uh, it was good. All I can say, it was good. Well done. Uh, Darby in the beginning when he comes out wearing that fucking John Moxley cardboard cutout face was so creepy <laughs> and so strange. It was just like, please take that mask off. You're like creeping me out. But uh, Darby's good. You know, he's good. That was, that was a well done match. Um, I even liked the part of MJF interfering trying to make Darby Allen, Allen win because he doesn't want to fight Moxley at the pay-per-view. He'd rather fight Darby Allen. Um, but, yeah, it was good. What do you think about it, Brock? I enjoyed it. Darby Allen's good. Um, Moxley, I'm like, eh, I'm not a fan, but yeah, he's I guess he's serving his purpose there. Yeah, he's a good champion. Role. I don't know. He works well as your champion. He's... He can fight big guys. He can fight smaller guys. He, you know, he's a tough dude. He has that like recognition that he's like a big star. I don't see how in any world though MJF could possibly beat John Moxley. I mean, he beats, he beat all the, he beat Brian Cage. He tapped out Brian Cage. He beat uh, the Dark Order. He took on the whole inner circle. Like, I don't see how a little guy like MJF beats in a in a logical world unless he cheats. With he's going to cheat. He's with... got workload. Oh, yeah. But, it's I mean, true. Moxley took on the whole inner circle and beat them, and they were all trying to cheat. Like, I, I, I think Moxley's getting that kind of, like, thing where it's like, well, how do you beat this guy? Like a Lesnar-type thing. Like, I don't see it believable here, you know? The inner circle, other than Jericho, doesn't beat anybody. Well, at the time, they were good. Not, ever since they lost <laughs> to Moxley, they haven't beat anybody. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, he beat Jake Hager. He beat all these other big guys, you know. Um, I don't know. Do you think MJF takes the belt from him? I hope, but I don't know if it's going to happen right away. I think they're going to build to that. Yeah, well, I, can... I don't know. I, I think all out the time where you could see a change, but... If they don't do it then, I don't know. I don't know when the next time they're going to be able to. Like what I personally would like to see is Moxley hold on to it, and I'd like to see this Kenny Omega heel turn and Kenny Omega take it off of him as a bad guy. I'd be with that too. Yeah, I'd like to see that kind of Kenny Omega cleaner persona rise up, where he just doesn't give a shit about the elite anymore or any of that, and kind of goes in and beats Moxley because they have that history. You know, um, I think that would be cool. MJF as your champion would be really cool. I just don't know what, you know, do you really want that title reign that he's had just to end because Wardlow cheats? Like, is that really what you do, you know, instead of him really actually losing it to someone? I feel that would kind of cheapen it a little bit, but, you know. Yeah. It would be a heel thing to do, though. Yeah, I was going to say, it's tough, but that would be like total heel maneuver. It is a heel maneuver. MJF is their guy. He is undefeated. He is. So we will see um, how that progresses as they build towards All Out, see what kind of matches they have going on. What do you predict next week? you think Scorpio Sky beats uh, Cody? No, I think he's going to hang on to that for a while. I do too. I wish he was, but I... I yeah, that's going to be his for a while. Okay. Who do you think eventually takes the, the tag belts off of those two? FTR? 
Um, probably. Yeah, but I, I kind of—I I don't know how FTR beats Hangman, then he's still okay with him. I kind of think they're gonna lose it in like a fluke to maybe someone from the Dark Order, like like Cabana and and uh and uh Brody Lee or something like that, you know? That's possible. Isn't next week the uh, tag team appreciation night or something? Yeah, where they have the same cast of characters as they did at Memphis Appreciation Night. Oh, really? Is it? Yeah, Rock and Roll Express are coming back. Oh. Oh, man. So, how many Canadian Destroyers happened? So many Canadian Destroyers from old-ass Rock and Roll Express. So many. So many. (laughs) Well, we will see. Tune in next week. We'll see more women's tag stuff. Uh, we'll finally get to see more of Retribution, whoever they're going to be on Raw. Um, I think Retribution's an all-women's stable. Maybe it is. Maybe it's There's a- definitely at least two women in that group that they showed. Maybe it's yeah. Natalia and uh, Lana and I don't uh, know. I hope not. I'm telling you, it's all the people who got fired and they didn't get picked up by anybody else. Their retribution now. Who would that be? That would be... I don't know. I think they all got signed. I think they all got signed, too. Rusev. (laughs) Rusev. He's still out there. Surprised no one signed Rusev yet. I'm really shocked by that. Well, he's... He's a content creator on Twitch, and then he got banned for, like, a week because... Lana was walking around in the background in a bikini, and that's against Twitch rules. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's just, he was already suspended. So where? Why is that against Twitch rules? What's that? Why is that against Twitch rules? You're, if you're a content creator, you're not allowed to be in, like, sk- skimpy clothing, because then they would promote, like... Basically, you're just watching porn, or watching, like, some kind of camera footage, so... Why Lana's in a bikini on every other social media there is. Well, they're not. That's not all. Twitch. Twitch controls what they control. Apparently. Yeah, that's all so Lana that. does is bikini dancing. I just pulled up Lana's Instagram, and the last eight pictures on here, she's in a bikini. Well, if those were on Twitch, she'd get kicked off. Yeah, Lana's one of the most annoying people online in the world she is so obnoxious and weird it's just so bad it is it's like cringe worthy she's a strange bird yeah and now goofy rusev is on there doing tiktoks with her and stuff which is just so strange yeah bad that's how he makes his money i guess fact. Alright, well there you go. There's wrestling for the week. Cra- definitely a crazy week of wrestling, that's for sure. It was better than most. Yeah. Definitely interesting. Alright, well uh, we'll see what happens next week. We will talk to you then. Hang in there, take care, be safe, and have a good week. Later. See you later.